This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. With Capella University's FlexPath format, you can set your own deadlines, learn at your pace, and access most coursework from anywhere at any time. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Welcome to the Olive Podcast. I'm Janine, Olive's Deputy Editor and Podcast Host, and each episode I'll be catching up with chefs, cuckoo writers, and characters from the food scene in Britain and beyond. Join us each week to expand your food knowledge as our guests share 10 things we need to know about the specialist subject. And do listen out for our effortless bonus episodes where they also reveal their top cooking cheats, hacks and shortcuts. I'm delighted to welcome Anna Ortiz to the podcast today. Anna is a chef director at the Mess Restaurant at Messam's Wiltshire, where she brings a South American flavour to the menu, reflecting the food of her heritage. Anna grew up in the Galapagos, and today we're going to be exploring 10 things you need to know about Galapagos food and cooking. Welcome, Anna. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming to chat to us. Um, first of all, could you tell us a bit about the kind of cooking you're doing at your restaurant, The Mess? Yes. Yes. So, well, the mess is a little restaurant cafe in this uh, amazing outdoor art gallery uh, called Mesums. So the idea with Johnny that we had is to bring um, a little bit of, uh, well, bring my um, heritage cooking, my um, South American flavors into it. But... um, Obviously, with uh, local ingredients, it's really important for us, seasonal ingredients. So uh, we do have um, really uh, like small plates uh, that are um, just a little bit different. So, um, you know, we have some ceviche, we have some empanadas. So it's uh, still a small plates, but uh, it's slightly different. But also we do the traditional um quiches alongside with a really nice salad so it's a little bit of both uh, flavors traditional and also um, yeah South American but you're, you're, you're putting your little spin on it yeah that's great yeah yes um, 
So we're talking today about Galapagos food. And firstly, you're going to t tell us about one of the most famous ingredients in Galapagos food, which is the lobsters. So I believe yeah. these are the, the red spiny lobsters. Is that right? Yes, yes, that's right. We have the red and the, and the green ones. Uh, the red ones are more popular. Um, but yes, I have been so lucky to grow up in a family. My uncle is a, a fisherman and he specialized in lobster fishing the traditional way. So he dives into the lobsters and it's just amazing. So I grew up basically just eating uh, lobsters. So I have been so, so lucky. <laughs> and um, yes, it's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, but they're, re you know. they're, they're really seasonal, aren't they? Like they're really Yeah, they're really seasonal. Yeah. So uh, they're really, um, you know, we really, uh, Galapagos Islands, you know, is really protected. So it's a strict control. Um, and there is fines if you uh, if fishermen get caught uh, fishing out of the season. So the season normally is from uh, September to December. Uh, yes, and that's the only time that you will be able to eat lobster in the Galapagos. And is that you know. because of overfishing happening in the past? Uh, not really. It always has been really controlled. Okay, it's because good. the Galapagos is uh, really, really, uh, you know, really protected. So, uh, I, yeah, it has been, um, always has been uh, this control. You know, I imagine like in many places there is always some illegal, well, in Galapagos, yes, definitely there is illegal fishing, but uh, there is uh, big controls and we always, the, the people there, the foundations, are trying really hard to control this. And you said your your uncle, um, he does it traditionally by hand diving, and it's quite dangerous. What what exactly do they do? How do they do that? So yeah, so he um, they, they just uh, he have to dive. So he dives uh, without um, any tanks or anything. So it's extremely uh, hard. So he have experience. He have been fishing for. Uh, 40 plus years. I mean, he's mm -hmm. uh, 60, but he looks like 40 years. You know, he's they're really, uh, they're really healthy. You know, people in the Galapagos are really healthy because we eat really, uh, you know, lots of seafood uh, and healthy food. So uh, he's really fit and there, you know, obviously has been some disasters where people die while they dive without much. Um, uh, equipments and stuff like that but luckily my uncle is one of the 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 left uh, traditional fishermen that do yeah. this yeah yeah. Wow, that's <clears throat> so literally diving without any equipment, yeah, well, with, a little, with a little trap. Yes, yes, and just with a little um, kind of, um, you know, like a hook. So they just oh, kind really? of, yeah. yes, wow. it's, it's basically like a really <laughs> old-fashioned way to do it. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing. It's, it's, but very it's like non-invasive to the environment and everything as yeah, well, because you're exactly. not dragging up the sea. It, and even his boats, you know, it's a little boat, so it's not, there are no massive boats at all. Mm. Uh, so yes, they, they are really careful in that way. Cool. And uh, yeah, it's yeah. really And you're going to tell us about an, another ingredient that it's not indigenous, 
this but was introduced <laughs> which is the goat and they're quite fascinating tell us about yeah. that <laughs> yeah so the goat uh, unfortunately is one of the um, animals that have been introduced into the islands by uh, pirates so many years and by you know foreigner people that came and this you know to the Galapagos and brought lots of animals with them and you know they brought pigs goats so goats uh, are something that um, the population in the Galapagos people uh, we go and um, uh, hunt uh, you know just uh, try to uh, there's hundreds of goats and these so goats, they're, wi- they're wild they're they wild, wild goats they're wild, really goats. wild so they and they eat everything <laughs> so they eat absolutely everything and that's the problem in the Galapagos you know they will eat um, lots of uh, animals down there lots of uh, tortoise eggs and um, you know uh, iguanas baby iguanas unfortunately so it's really sad but so we try to uh, people you know we try to go and hunt uh, them and um, yes it's, uh, they, they don't drink because in the Galapagos we have a uh, salt water uh, and they actually are really tasty when we barbecue the goats because uh, you know they have a really really specific flavor um, because of the salt uh, water that uh, they just drink. So yes, it's, it's, that's the traditional barbecue that we do in, in the Galapagos when there is uh, parties, um, you know, t- little um, uh, community parties, there is always going to be uh, asado, goats, barbecue mm. goats and um, donkeys, you know, different animals, but goat is the main one that... Uh, yeah, we tend to eat uh, apart yeah. from seafood. <laughs> yeah, it does sound like really nice meat, though, with the extra saltiness from the from the water. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You've mentioned the sort of environment and sustainability a lot, and that was something you wanted to explain about the Galapagos Foundation. Tell us what they're doing. Yeah, so this is a great uh, foundation um, and is uh, based in San Cristobal. So it's the fair, um, first foundation that they concentrate with uh, the gastronomy, you know, with the food, with ingredients. They try to grow more of the ingredients that uh, are from the Galapagos, you know. The, oh, okay. And then, yeah, yeah. So they studied in the uh, endemic ingredients and uh, we try to uh, they explore which ones, we, you know, we can eat. Because there is lots, lots of plants, lots of... Uh, uh, fruits in the Galapagos so we never when I was little uh, you know I, I wasn't allowed to really touch anything because you need to be careful of what you eat what you don't eat but now this foundation is starting to um, investigate and find these amazing edible flowers and edible plants and fruits that before I wouldn't even dare to touch so it's just really great so it's it's good that they are you know they are doing all this the so they make the help and cultivate these ingredients so yes. more people can enjoy them and yeah exactly so they have a farm um, a, a big farm in the, in San Cristobal uh, they have an amazing uh, team um, so yes so it's it's good so uh, Luciana Bianchi who is a Brazilian chef um, she started with this project uh, alongside with um, you know some um, people from from there from the Galapagos and yes they are doing great and yeah, you know we are always um, always looking for more uh, ingredients that you know that we can mm. cultivate in there as well and it's great yeah yeah 
And you were going to tell us about some of the fruit and veg that actually weren't endemic but have been introduced into the aisles, but they're still thriving. You said, for example, uh, the cherry tomatoes. I love the sound of this. Now yeah. grows like grows like weeds on the streets. It sounds like my kind of weeds, basically. Yeah, tell us about but, that. Yeah. Oh my god, it's fantastic. I think if you are, if you just want a really refreshing, uh, my favorite <laughs> is the passion fruit. To be honest, like the passion fruit there is also a different kind of passion fruit. Okay. It's not really the passion fruit that we have in here. It's a mm. big passion fruit that uh, looks is yellow, so it's the size can go to the size of an orange. So wow. imagine how much uh, pulp, how much uh, fruit is inside. So uh, yes, we have lots. So you can even just you know go with a bag and come uh, with a bag full of passion fruit tomatoes as well. This called tomatillo. It's a different kind of cherry tomatoes. It's a really really tiny, but the mm. flavor is ten times more. It's amazing. And again. You just go out and just come with this amazing <laughs> fruit, <laughs> you know, too. So these are all, they're like free to, they're free to pick. Yeah, Any, anyone's yeah. allowed to just go yeah. and pick. Anyone allowed, you know, that. if it's a land in there, because there is, you know, obviously so much land in the Galapagos and, uh, mm. you know, that just grows. A big, there is, you know, again, a lot of um, uh, foundations that try to, to take the, uh, to control this because also yeah. it's not good for our endemic plants. So, but you know, people we we try to make the most of it and just <laughs> use it. <laughs> you know? Nice, I'm yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's great. And you mentioned ceviche before. You were going to speak a bit about that and and why it's such a traditional dish on the island. I guess it's an island. Yeah. Therefore, yeah. you've got the most incredible fish. Yes, yes. Yes, so ceviche, the, for people that doesn't, haven't heard it, you know, obviously now a lot of people know about it, but ceviche is a um, cure fish, um, lime uh, lime cure fish. Um, so fish gets cooked with, with the lime and, uh, well, cured. And um, it's just so fresh and so delicious. So, yes, that is our main um I would say our, our traditional plate in there. So we will have octopus ceviche, we'll have lobsters, we'll have uh, you know, uh, fish. So, uh, yeah, my favorite is is, is just uh, tuna ceviche. We have a lot of tuna in um, in the Galapagos, uh, yellowfish tuna, so uh, yellowfin tuna, so um, albacore as well. So we just chop and slice it um, and then just uh, with some lime juice, salt, tomato, onions and coriander and that's it. You have the best, uh, most refreshing um, little plate that you can eat, which is mm. for, you know, when it's really hot, it's just the best that you can have. It's just, and it's so healthy, you know, it's for, uh, that's why people in the Galapagos in general, we um, are really proud that we have a really healthy diet. Um, you know how long we, how, one, once you've dressed it with the lime and the coriander would you then serve that pretty much straight away it doesn't sit yeah, for a long time well uh, it depends you can eat it straight away you can eat it after 5-10 minutes it's, it's absolutely fine but some people it's, that's again depends on your taste some people would okay. like to leave it for uh, up to one hour two hours okay. you know even, even you can eat it 
by the, the next day is absolutely fine. But yeah, I prefer it to, to eat it straight away in the <clears> next uh, 30, 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Or straight and I away, guess... Yeah. You- yeah, I guess the fish is so fresh anyway that it's fine to eat yeah, just... Yeah, 100%. I mean, there is... That's the thing. Um, you know, when I came to England, um, for me, it was quite hard to find really, really good and fresh uh, fish straight away. You know? And then, uh, then I will do ceviche, but I will uh, leave it for at least three hours, four hours, because all there was... was yeah too fishy you know it's too, yeah. too, it's completely different you know when it's yeah. so fresh it's not fishy at all so yeah, yeah. <laughs> and talking about fish um you were going to tell us about a place that's um really famous for fish and seafood which is the fish market in santa cruz island I um, mean, you yes. said it's got extra attractions. Tell us about them. Oh, wow. It's, it's my favorite place. I mean, I can go there and just stay. We just stay there for hours looking at the fishermen with uh, wherever they have fish. And uh, there is hundreds and hundreds of, um, you know, different type of birds, pelicanos. They're the first ones in there. Then we have lots of seals. Then iguana. So basically, it's an open, it's an open market, and it's just really it's tiny. But you know, you see all the so the housewives normally the wives of the fishermen normally are the ones that wait for the fishermen. They come and you know they put on the fish, and the um, wives then start to prepare the fish. So people, so we are all the customers waiting for the fish out there, and then you know they they. They just keep us ready, you know, uh, to take it home. But obviously all the insides of the fish, um, they have to chuck away. But they have the best um, the best system in there because they have the seals in the floor waiting <laughs> for all of these, the birds in the air. So basically it's... it's, it's unbelievable how quick you know is to see how which animal uh, catch it first and then you know there's sometimes there if there are even fights between the animals because oh it's just crazy <laughs> how you know they are they're just waiting for all inside so, but, but it's it's, a, it's a, an attraction it's definitely the thing that when you go to the galapagos you have to go is it's yeah. amazing it's another so it's experience like a, yeah. It's like yeah. a wildlife, a wildlife it, park. It is. It's <laughs> a wildlife park. Seals you know, Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and also these amazing animals, you know, that you don't see. Yeah. I mean, in the Galapagos, that's the difference about the Galapagos. We're really fortunate to live with the wild, uh, yeah. the wild animals. The animals are not really scared of people. You know, we have so many rules to respect the animals. But uh, they, you know, you can be in, in a bus stop or... Wherever, and then in the park, and you're in a bench sitting next to a sea lion. Mm. Uh, uh, tortoise <laughs> will be, yes, a tortoise will that. be, yeah, a tortoise will be just walking next to you, iguanas as well. So it's, uh, yeah, I have been so lucky to grow in that, so um, cute. In that place, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's quite unique as well, isn't it? Because for your next point, you were saying it's it's got a particular microclimate, um, and um, so, so it's it's amazing for for certain fruits. Tell us about the fruits that thrive in that microclimate. 
Yes, so we have a lot of um, in the in the high uh, lands of the of Santa Cruz is where uh, we have this perfect uh, environment for lots of um, plantain, uh, yuca, which is cassava, which we eat a lot, you know, bananas. We have a lot of fruit, oranges, guavas. So, uh, yes, in the Galapagos, we're really lucky to have that special climate in the high highlands of the Icelands. Um, down in the coast, obviously, there is, a, you, you know, apart from the wild uh, fruits that have been introduced, there's nothing really there, but it's the highlands because it's really um, wet and it's, it's a little bit like a mix between rainforest, coast and mm. um, and dry. At the same time, it's a really, really strange, but really great for these uh, uh, plants. We have the sugar cane, which is... Uh, uh, great, uh, so many, so many fruits. Yeah, again, uh, you know, is from from the continent. We do have some ingredients that we have to bring to the island, but we're quite okay. lucky to already have. Yeah, uh, lots so much of, stuff. Yeah, so yeah, much indigenous yeah, stuff already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And another thing that seems to love the climate is um, coffee and cacao. Yeah, tell us, tell yeah. us about those farms. So there's yeah. lots of farms there. Yeah, so coffee is uh, uh, yes, um, obviously that was introduced as well. So all these plants have been introduced. Um, the the coffee has become really popular now in the Galapagos around I don't know ten, twelve years ago, uh, and this uh, is so delicious. It's just you know, it's really different flavor. You can you can mm. taste the difference. You can taste the difference. Uh, uh, same with the cacao. So um, at moments there is some amazing um, coffee producers uh, that are starting to grow and hopefully uh, the moment the market is quite small yet and it's it's okay. quite good. You know everything in the Galapagos is really small. We try to know overgrow it because like as again you know I said it's really protected so it's really most for the people in inland yeah um, so you know so it's not they did so do, it, does it get exported or is it just basically uh, to I look think, after the people I think we're starting to they're starting a couple of um, uh, farms uh, coffee farms to started to explore the idea of uh, exporting but uh, no it's not uh, not yet I mean exported to the continent uh, yeah, so people that goes there, they will oh, buy yeah, coffee, okay. but not not properly, not to the, not to to any, you know, Europe or, or yeah. different out of Ecuador. I don't think so. Mm. Um, but I, and anyway, I just, you know, I just hope it doesn't go to that scale be again because you know we need to protect our, our land and just do a small scale things yeah, more definitely. for the for our people really yeah and another amazing ingredient that you said is really important is, is sugar cane tell us about sugar cane and how you use it yeah so sugar cane yeah is is one of my favorite fruits so um yes uh, we use it a lot for obviously uh, to extract uh, the juice and for the sugar but we have a really special uh, sugar which is a uh, sugar block which is called panela uh, which we use uh, for, we use instead, you know, we use, that is our main sugar, we use for a lot of uh, cooking, not just, you know, just, not just sweet, it's, uh, just for savory cooking as well, and um, we use it uh, a lot for our uses, so it's a really dark, um, it's a, it's uh, the extract they use from the cane, from the canes, and then they just, uh, we just boil it for a long time and create this 
blocks, really dark sugarcane blocks. Uh, almost the flavor is almost like um, really strong uh, Moscovado sugar, really, really strong one. So the flavor is like that, but the texture is like a uh, like a crystal. When you when mm. when I have to use it, I will cut it the blocks, and it's so shiny inside. It's is the most beautiful ingredient. Uh, and the flavor. So most of our uh, dessert, we in, in the Galapagos, we don't really do much desserts, to be honest, because we eat a lot of fruit instead. But a lot of desserts, uh, well, a couple of uh, really um, traditional, traditional desserts that we have are based with uh, this panela. So we create uh, like a um, like a syrup with it and just. Um, use that for you know for desserts and and mini donuts and stuff like that yeah it sounds incredible do you get do you ever bring any back with you or try and like get some <laughs> yeah. scent? do you get people yeah. just to bring it over like bring no, me some but, yeah when I, when I go there my mom comes here basically my luggage is just full of yeah. ingredients yeah. I don't bring <laughs> I anything else anything yeah. else more than panela uh, uh, <laughs> maize uh, you know ingredients that I am allowed to bring but uh, it's basically I, I stock my larder with it I have lots wow. of that <laughs> yeah I mean, we're Amazing. lucky that in, in London, though, in, um, there is a few Ecuadorian shops that can find okay. it. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, Elephant and Castle is the area where you will find the really traditional South American shops. Um, mm. And yeah, yeah. So yes, if I if I find it something, I will go to London just for to get again all my ingredients. <laughs> I love it. And yeah, yeah. so many incredible ingredients. I mean, the, the the place itself sounds absolutely fascinating. What what was it like growing up there? Was it, it sounds like you idyllic uh, but good. I mean obviously from the yeah. outside so, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah no it, it was amazing it was amazing my time I, I mean you know have, has changed quite a lot uh, since uh, when you know when I grew in there uh, there weren't even hardly any schools was just one school so I did have to go to the continent um, uh, to a school and Galapagos was more my holiday home really um, so uh, it's, it's magical, it's, you know, it's just, again, just going to the beach and just seeing all these animals. Uh, I have been lucky to travel quite a lot and every time where I go to other countries that have amazing beach, I always think it is beautiful, but nothing, you you never see the amount of animals uh, that you see in the Galapagos and just really amazing creatures. And so, yes, it's, it's great. I have been, yeah, so lucky. I cannot believe um yeah, it is fantastic. Yeah, it sounds absolutely <laughs> magical. And thanks for coming to chat to us today, Anna, and sharing all of those stories of the Galapagos. I'm sure you're going to get quite a lot of people after listening to this looking up how to get to the Galapagos. Oh God, you have to! Uh, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I was just going to mention that you have a, a nice Instagram feed, which is Anna Ortiz underscore Country Fire Kitchen, where people can keep in touch with you and what you're doing um yeah, but yeah yeah yes thank yes, you yes, have a look thank you very much for having me thanks for chatting uh, to us today anna thank you bye bye thank you for listening to the olive podcast for recipes and more information head to olivemagazine.com do remember to listen out for our effortless bonus episodes where our guests reveal their best cooking cheats hacks and shortcuts and don't forget to subscribe at itunes acast spotify or wherever you get your podcasts